going from point A to point B. Life is a journey. But what about the journey in between point A and B? What do you do in that time? Well, today we're going to talk about that right here on Kingdom Voices. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Hello. Hey, good evening. What's up? I just thought about how much anxiety this podcast episode is going to give me. Because we're on the in-between. We're on the in-between. And I was just looking around this room, this office, and I was like, I just packed a whole bunch of stuff, but it's still a whole bunch of stuff. Right. It's like we're, it looks like you're unpacking slash packing. Right. And it's like, like, it just reminds you of what you're doing. Yes. And that you really don't know what the future holds. You know that there is a future. You just don't know what it holds. And I guess that kind of brings us to our last episode we talked about the weight mm-hmm. and that kind of our weight was over yeah the weight's over it's and like you were told now, where to go right so we made a trip to where we're going and we met some people we did some things and now we are on the hunt for a house and i wonder if we should tell the audience what we're doing we can't Man, we're not yet. gonna tell them yet we're not gonna <laughs> some know some don't but so we're getting our stuff together, mm-hmm. getting ready to make a change where we feel like God said, okay, it's time to go here. It's time to go to this place. But right. there's that there's that time in between where you are and where you're going to be. Well, and it, but it's also the things that are not set up yet, like where you're going to live. Like you're working on it, but it hasn't happened yet. And you're... Like a house. So you're trying not to worry about it because you're, you know that this is what you're supposed to do, but it's still unnerving, you know? Yeah. Just like, uh But what are you going to do when we get there and it's not what you thought it was? Like what? Well. Just the whole deal or? Well, sure. I mean, there's going to be parts of it that are not going to be what we thought it would be, right? When we look at the story of Joseph, mm-hmm. I'm sure he didn't think that him going to see his brother's was going to land him not just in a pit, not just in slavery, not just in prison, and especially not being second in charge of Egypt, right? I'm yeah. sure he wasn't planning on that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he thought, well, I'm just going to bring my brother's lunch. Yeah. And here's my coat. Hey, guys, well, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think there's some things I don't concern myself. So we've lived in this state before. So I know what the state is all about for the most part. Um, we know people there. You have some family over there. So at least we know some people. And everything else I think is just going to be wherever you live. There's just going to be good times and bad times. There's going to be, it's going to be a roller coaster. Well, I think that until this. Until you get things kind of figured out. Yeah. I, I, I think that this particular journey is not going to be so heavy on that side. I think it's going to be, it's going to require more of us spiritually, Mm -hmm. right? Just like many people's journey is. We've Mm -hmm. got a a couple that is going through um, a very hard time right now that we've been connecting with um, uh, pretty frequently. Um, She's not doing real well, but God knows. Mm -hmm. And this is a journey that they are on. 
I don't ever want to leave somebody to where they have to make that journey like that by themselves. Mm -hmm. I imagine that they probably thought that they were going to be by themselves until somebody stepped in. Right. And they're probably just, I think with anything, when you're in the in-between, you just, you're just waiting, you're waiting for it to happen. And then when you, you have these expectations of what's going to happen, but it's probably doesn't look anything the way I think, Right. even though we went down there and checked things out and you and I probably have this vision of what it's going to look like I and all these ideas. ideas. Yeah, of lots course of you have all these ideas, but it's like the, the enemy doesn't like when we have good ideas when it has no. to do with the kingdom. So no, but- I, I, I'm preparing, I'm not preparing myself, but I'm not so naive to think that it's just going to be, you know, a piece of cake. Cause I know that. Yeah. And we've got, we've got some ministerial friends mm-hmm. that have kind of done the same thing we're doing yeah. in, in some fashion or another. Mm-hmm. Granted, the only difference is that they have kids that live at home and we could sit down and say, Oh, well that makes ours easier. But the reality is it really, I don't think it does. No, I don't think so. I, I think, think we're it's harder just a different kind of stressor. When- when you don't have kids, I think you put more on yourself because you yeah. don't have that responsibility. But then you you overload yourself with other things. That's what I've noticed not having kids. But having kids means you have free help to move stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the, uh, you have them as an excuse. I'm kidding, to, guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> an excuse not to uh, to do things you don't really want to do. I can't. My kids have this and this tonight. <laughs> I have to use Emma or a dog. I'm sorry, Emma doesn't need, doesn't like to be yeah, home by herself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ice cream makes everything better, though. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I was uh, looking at. There's a lot of scriptures actually about waiting and in between. And um, you had mentioned when we were talking about it earlier, uh, the children of Israel and yeah, Moses. Yeah. With them trying to make it to the promised land. Well, but they they got excited, right? Mm-hmm. Here comes this messenger saying, "Hey, I'm going to set you free. You you've got a place to go." Right. And you you start seeing all these signs and and you get excited. You're like, wow, God's really going to do it. He's really going to do it. And then you get to the edge of what looks like it's impossible. And there's your first wait. You're like, what what are we going to do? What am I supposed to do? This this is impossible. But the Bible says that with God. All things mm-hmm. are possible. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, too, I'm I'm not wasting this month we have. Like, I feel like I'm not wasting it. I'm preparing for where we're going. Yeah, so I'm you doing are. things You're like doing a lot of stuff. I'm doing things for like Sunday school and things that can be done here that I can implement when I get down there. So I'm not down there stressed out about, you know, getting our house ready, even if we have a house, (laughs) you know, if we don't have a house, that's a whole different, whole different ball game right there. Different story. Yeah. It's a whole nother uh, scenario, but it's okay. Either way, it'll be fine. So wait, one was the impossible, what seemed to be impossible. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what it kind of seems like now that, okay, getting there and having the things that we need Seems like an impossibility. The next wait was not that they crossed the Red Sea and stepped right into the promised land. There was still a journey that they had to go on. Yeah. And they got three days on the other side of the Red Sea and started complaining. 
But I also think too, I know this is just kind of just my thought process is kind of weird sometimes, but yes, it is. I was thinking of how <laughs> they also, there was probably things that they had to do that were uncomfortable, whether it be there was an easier way to go, but they, God wanted them to go this way, you know, through the mud, through the, uh, where the spiders were like, I'm saying, hold, hold on, because the mud and the spiders. The Bible <laughs> says that they walked on dry ground, honey. I don't know what mud you're okay, talking about. So just pretend they did. Okay, I'm trying no. to I'm trying to do an analogy here of what we're going through. So they're walking through hardship. Our yes, our yes. move is going to be a hardship because yes. it, it it can either be either way. It's going to be physically hard for us, I believe, because we're older and it's not as easy to. I'm glad you said pack older. a truck and sit in a car for 24 hours. You know, 22. 22 hours, you know, plus it's just, and it's going to probably be hot. See, now, it's anybody August. that knows us can sit down and, and, and draw out a line of what is 22 hours away and kind of figure out where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to my story. Okay. Back, so, to, back to your analogy. <laughs> my analogy. Mm-hmm. So, but then when we called to see how much it costs movers it was like seven to that ten thousand dollars and that was not with them packing our stuff that was us packing ourselves and so either we were going to be a hardship with money or it's going to be a hardship with the way we're doing it which is a u-haul and doing it ourselves. my muscles are going to hate me yeah but thankfully we have some help but Mm -hmm. it's which is i'm very thankful for at the same time it can be mentally and physically draining. Moving can be that, which is why the in-between stinks. <laughs> right. And so even looking at the children of Israel, mm-hmm. granted, they were accustomed to working and laboring very hard under the Egyptian uh, slave masters. Mm-hmm. Right. Granted, all of that physical labor was there, but this was different. They were going from what they knew to what they did not. Walking day in, day out. But yet they still found, even in the midst of their clothing, okay, their their coach bags not rotting away, their mm-hmm. you know, their nice shoes not not getting all messed. Okay, I'm 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 exaggerating a bit, yes. but still the point is is that their clothing did not diminish. Right. And you would think that they would be like, wow, God is so good. Look at look at this. My my shoes look brand new, just like they did, you know, however long ago. But because they complained mm-hmm. while they were on the journey on mm-hmm. the in-between, that's the thing, is that we're not we're not all getting that Philip experience where God says, Go, you go, you stop. You, you witness to somebody and then the Holy Spirit picks you up and then you're yeah. off going somewhere else. It, it's not always like that. Matter of fact, I don't know of any other time that that ever happened. That's one time that I can recall. Yeah, well, I'm going to prepare you right now. There's going to be lots of complaining from this girl. Oh, and it's not going to be complaining about the actual going there. It's going to be complaining about how exhausted I am. Because sitting in a car is so exhausting. Here's what I don't understand. And you're, the heat. You know you're... There's air conditioning, well, Danielle. I know, but uh, you're good. when you get out of the car and okay. you get back in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to challenge Danielle mm-hmm. to ride in the U-Haul and drive that instead of driving Why? our family vehicle. Why is that a challenge? Because you think that it's so bad mm-hmm. to ride in a very nice vehicle versus a U-Haul. 
No, I think I think both are not good options. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want. I just want to. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to pray I for my wife. I want to take all our stuff to the airport and just tell what? them I'll pay for the the. You're gonna pay for wait. a whole plane. <laughs> I'll pay for the wait. Do you, Give me there five hours. <laughs> so, anyway, in the in between, yeah, for the children of Israel, one of the one of the things that ended up happening because of all their complaining and murmuring was at some point God got rid of an entire generation. Ugh. Is he gonna get rid of me? I don't know. <laughs> you want to test it on the way there? You want to try it and find out? So remember when they were doing their complaining and murmuring, instead of just making it just from point A to point right. B, they went in a big swirly circle, circle all over the place yeah. until they were until that whole generation was gone. Right. And then the next generation, matter of fact, Moses didn't even get to walk into the promised land because he let the frustration of the people dictate his actions. Yeah. He let the frustration of the in-between get to him so much so that he disobeyed God's voice. It's so important that we are obedient in the time that we're on the in-between. We don't cancel prayer. We don't stop reading our Bibles. We don't stop fasting. We certainly don't start complaining. <laughs> You just prepare, right? You're just exactly. preparing. You do everything that you can possibly yeah. do. I love what one of our elders said. Brother, he, he told me, he said, I am believing that what I've heard from God is that if you will do everything that you can do, I will do what you can't. Hmm. Hmm. Now, we've heard that before, but mm-hmm. I sometimes we just got to be reminded. Yeah. Right? And and I'll remember that he has said it so much, and uh, he's such he's such a wonderful fella, mm-hmm. just a wonderful man. Um, we had was it last was it Wednesday night? No, that that wasn't Wednesday night. Maybe it was Sunday this morning. Bible study was uh, he was talking about how um, if you're even if you're not doing something you really want to do. Do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. So I think that kind of plays into the in-between. Whatever you're doing in between, do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. Because right now I'm taking things I've learned from moving in the past into now, like how we label the boxes, like what what should stay out, what should, you know, what's okay for it to go now. So there's just all those things I've learned with our little few times of moving <laughs> uh, that I'm taking it. Not, not that it'll be perfect, Shoot. but at least I've, I've learned from that and I'm going to do the best that I can to make this a smooth, smooth move. Well, let's, I, I want to talk about another scripture mm-hmm. in Jeremiah 29. Mm-hmm. Now this is, this is one of my favorites that I go to whenever I feel like I'm waiting and waiting. Is and it waiting. God's phone number? No. Oh. Was it seven seven seven? No. <laughs> Remember, there's. I think it's in Jeremiah, where it's God's phone number. Okay. Go ahead while you're talking. I'll look for it. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying before, I was so rudely Sorry. interrupted. <laughs> so, God had had basically said, "I'm sending people 
to come and take you captive. I'm going to send somebody that's going to take you captive. Mm -hmm. And what he told them, he said, look, he said, everybody that is carried away, that is made captives, who I caused to be carried away from Jerusalem into Babylon. Here's what I love. He tells his people what to do. When the enemy comes to take you away, when I've permitted it, here's what you do. Build houses and dwell in them. Mm -hmm. Plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Get married, have, have kids, take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they can have kids and so you can have grandbabies and, and that you can be increased and not diminished and seek peace in the city where I've caused you to be carried away as captives mm -hmm. and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the, for in the peace that is there shall you have peace. Hmm. He says, let not your prophets and diviners be, that be in the midst of you deceive you. Don't let them tell you things that are not true. I have sent them. You, you may or may not have done anything wrong, but I've sent them to take you away. But while you're gone, while you're there, because I'm telling you, remember we talked this morning about, I wish God would tell us what year. Just tell us a day. Oh, yeah. Right? And we said, well, if we did that. If we did that, then this would happen. And we, we wouldn't, wouldn't do, do anything. anything. <laughs> We'd sit around and just wait for <laughs> that like, to happen. Okay, I'll just sit around and wait. But in this situation, God said, this is going to happen for 70 years. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's at least a generation, right? And you got well, a whole I'm sure generation. you don't. 70 years, you probably don't even count. You just, by the time you get to year 68, then maybe you start counting down. <laughs> <laughs> but between one and 68, I'm sure you don't even think about it. Well, the point, <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is that when you're on the journey, you mm -hmm. just keep living life. Mm -hmm. You just keep loving God. You just keep loving people. You just keep, keep on keeping on yeah. as I've heard it. So, uh, so let me so. tell you, it's really hard to ju just live with my quotation marks. Just live when you know you're leaving in four weeks. Like, it's just, you're like, oh, I got to hurry up and see this person and that person. But I still have to pack oh, and do all the things. And uh. I can think of three people right off the top of my four, five mm -hmm. that we need to go. Need to right. Go and is that going to happen? I don't know. Because everybody's yes. schedule is so, you know, cuckoo crazy in the summer. And so it's hard. It's hard to get together, especially with people that live further away. Anyways, back to the uh, God's phone number. Uh, Jeremiah 33 and three, that's his phone number. Three, three, three. Well, 33 and three, you can't say three, three, three. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, which you do not know. I never knew that. It's God's phone number. I saw that somewhere. Okay. So when, it, when he says, come unto me, all ye who are heavy. No, that's not his phone number. His phone number is no, 33 but, and three. But is that, is that. When he says, come unto me, is that like a one of those? those it said, call unto me. I know. What but when he says, about? come unto me, is, yeah, that, that's different. is that you taking a taxi? That's come unto me. Yeah, because you're not calling. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, so you have to Jeremiah 3. No, come unto me is like you're going to their house and knocking at the door. That's ask? Yeah. Ask, seek, and knock. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you say, come to me, that's like 
knocking at their door. Okay, back to the <laughs> between. <laughs> there went the right engine all the way. See, when you're in between, you you talk about crazy things because you let her off subject because yeah. you're just so confused. <laughs> so let's let's kind of get to the end of this because I mm-hmm. I think that that we have a whole lot more that we're going to share with the audience once we get there. Now we have a couple more, two or three more podcasts outside of this one that we're going to try and get pushed out before we actually do our first one at our new location. Um, Mm -hmm. Part of me is halfway tempted. I'm halfway tempted to do a YouTube podcast. Don't make any promises. I'm tempted. I'll tell you what. If we get at least... God doesn't give us the spirit of temptation. Get out of here. (laughs) It says no. Anyway... If we get at least 20 people, not verbally, 20 people to leave a comment that says that they would like to see our new location and our podcast on YouTube, then we'll consider that. Outside of that, I'm going to keep my cameras where they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll consider that. Yeah, we can consider that. Since it'll be a house. Apartment living is very different than... Because we already, before we did the podcast, we already had things kind of as your office. I know. And we kind of stuck our chairs and stuff in the, on the opposite wall, but it's not really like, I don't know. We have three different things going on in here. (laughs) Three different activities. My crafts, your office, and then the podcast Podcast studio. (laughs) I mean, we're making it work, but nobody has to see it. Like they don't have to see the papers everywhere. I'll be thankful. So in the (laughs) in-between... When we get to the end, that's we're excited about that mm-hmm. because I believe that there's there's something getting ready to happen, not just in that city, but in that section, in that district, that God is going to allow us to be a part of that is powerful. But we have got to stay uh, faithful to him, and we've got to stay uh, focused right. on that destination. But I also think talking to people here about the process of it all would be helpful. A lot of people don't talk about the process from the in-between to where you're going. They just kind of say, Oh, we're in between. And then they get to where they're going and they're like, Oh, here we are. But what happened? You know, what happened between the in-between and the you know, place you're going to be, you know, like, was yeah. it easy? Was it hard? What should people expect? Well, and I haven't noticed this too, too much. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit, but there was a, a man of God that, that I spoke with and, and he said, uh, brother Will, you need to, you need to take this into consideration that the place that you're leaving and, and then to leave, to go to another location, mm-hmm. those individuals that you're leaving behind are going to feel a sense of rejection Mm -hmm. from you. And I thought about that. And he says, it's not that you're rejecting them Mm -hmm. and it's not that they can honestly tell you that that's how they feel, but that's really what it is, is that they're feeling a sense of rejection. Yeah, I can see that. And when they start to push away from you, don't take it personal and don't get offended. See, that's what Egypt did. Yeah. Right. Egypt took it personal. Egypt Egypt uh, got a sense of rejection. Well, for good reason. Mm-hmm. But they went chasing after the ones that were going after their promise. Yeah. 
But I think too, you, 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 when you go, when you move somewhere else, cause we've moved a lot, you just kind of, it's not that you don't care about your old friends or your old life. It's just that you, you have a new kind of environment and you meet new people and you just, you keep in contact with the other people, but it's just, it's not the same. Your relationship depends on what your relationship was. So if you had a relationship with people that you saw all the time in person and you don't see them in person anymore, I feel like the relationship's going to change a little bit because you have to either find a way to keep in contact without being face to face or you just do lose that contact. But I don't think it's anything personal. But there will be some people that definitely feel rejected for sure. Right. So I think that what we'll end up seeing is the people that we were only in contact with Mm -hmm. No, I don't want to say that. I, I don't want to say that. Um, our, my friend or our, our friend Brooke that I talked to um, that was on our podcast, she, um, her and I, our relationship, because she goes to another church now. I mean, even before that, we talked on the phone a lot because um, she lives like 40 minutes from me, even when, you know, she was going to our church. So our relationship is basically kind of a phone relationship. So that won't change because that's something that's easy to do. So, well, if it hasn't typically been like that, it, I mean, it's going it to change. Different. Yeah. I don't know what got us on that, but, but <laughs> carry on. <laughs> but it's, it's that because the in-between doesn't mm-hmm. just affect you. Right. That's true. It affects the people around you. Yeah. And that's something that, that we need to be mindful of mm-hmm. as, as followers of Christ, because we are on this journey and not everybody's going to go with us. Right. Now I would love for all these people to just Stay in contact with us. Hey, I just want to see how things are going. Hey, you know, what's happening? Hey, we're going to be in the area. What are you guys doing? Da, 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 da. Yeah. But the reality is, is people are not going to do that. Well, people are not going to come where we're moving either because it's not anywhere anybody would go. They don't, oh, please. It's because <laughs> they don't know any different. They don't know no better. Well, they wouldn't come unless they had a job or know, family. Like, it wouldn't be like somewhere they, they would go visit. <laughs> it's not like they spend a ton of money on tourism. Yeah. So. All right. So, I guess that about does it for this episode on the in-between. And, uh, so I guess we got to get back to packing. I'm trying to get through all of that material I've got in the shop. Yeah. So we don't have to take it with Um, us. Yeah, I have lots of things I need to do. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here with us in this podcast. God bless you. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Please, again, if you're interested in seeing what we're going to do later, shoot us a note. God bless you. Bye.